broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. The Sauce Report is sponsored by Public Investments. Public Investment is a marketing firm out of New York City. It is a firm that I use in order to trade uh, stocks, also trade cryptocurrency, and now they have introduced NTFs. They're a great organization and they're a great company in order to start trading. And even if you're experienced or non-experienced, they can teach you along the way. I use Public Investments as a stepping stone to save for my future. After all, I want to have family of my own. And I'm sure I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck even after I retire. That's why I started early by investing and saving my money through public investing. You are more than welcome to check out public investments at publicinvestings.com to find more information. And if you're interested in uh, investing go with them, click on the link below on my link and then you will, they will help you get set up. And now that, but you get a share as a startup. How exciting is that? Once again, this episode is brought to you by Public Investments. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. I hope you guys are having an awesome day, because I know I am. And it has been a weekend, and it's been a, I mean, it's been a hectic, actually. Um, so it's been completely mind-blowing and i've never seen so much chaos going on in the world in my 25 years now i can say um but you know i have something exciting for you guys so next week uh, starting i think on friday night depends i will be stepping away from the mic and i know that we have to take some time uh you know, with all the busyness of life, with everything that's going on, it's nice to take time away, nice to relax, nice to meet with friends. And so the cool thing is, is that I will be able to step away and be able to uh, interact with friends I've met on Eight Days of Hope. And I will be not doing any episodes. I'd be taking a break. But does that, that does not mean I'm going to be doing my quick sauce reports. It does not mean I'm going to be doing interviews. It just means I'm not going to be behind the mic. Now, that might change. Depends how I'm feeling. Depends what what goes on. But I think I want to give you guys a break for to catch up on some episodes that you've missed and catch up on some uh, other episodes of Remember God Loves You and I'll Meet You at the Finish Line and just kind of let you detox because I kind of feel bad. I don't feel bad, but I... You know, I kind of feel bad for the amount of information I'm pushing upon you guys. And you're probably thinking, holy cow's sauce. You are pushing way too much stuff. Come on, let's slow down the boat. And I think it's respectable. And, you know, <clears throat> but it, bl- it blows my mind, you know. And you ask me how I'm feeling. Well, I'm feeling absolutely agitated. Now, I mean, not agitated, but well, agitated, disappointed. Every word, everything that you can come up with. Because I never realized that we would have such an incompetent president. And that's why this episode is called Grossly Incompetent. You know, it's, it, it, it is grossly incompetent. You look at the world around you. You look at the United States of America. Is it better off now than it was back in 2020? Is it better off now during 
President Trump's years. Let's look about. Let's think about it. Actually, do you feel safe now, now compared to when President Trump was in? Do you feel safe? I personally, I don't feel safe at all. Like, I mean, of course, in my room, of course, in my house, but that's completely different. But when I go out and about with people, I don't feel safe. I don't know if people are going to come up to me. I don't know if my car is going to get stolen or, or get broken into. I don't know any of that. It's pretty sad. And not only that, but I also don't know if I, you know, if taking a subway system is a safe or a smart idea anymore. As a matter of fact, I have traveled so many times. You know, you're probably going to think of this. Last time I took, I used to love the subway system. I used to love the bus system. I don't take that anymore. I don't feel safe. I don't know if an unhinged individual is going to come and attack me. I don't feel safe. You know, and it's interesting because you can see how Seattle is a perfect example. I I flew to Seattle and uh, they have their light rail system. And you can drive their light rail, and you know how much my ticket was? No wonder why so many people are getting on there. It was $1. I know I haven't seen that type of for transportation, but it was $1, but it took you for I don't know how many hours, at least two hours to get to downtown Seattle. That experience was not a very good, good experience by any means. I didn't know if I was going to get robbed. I didn't know if I was going to get because people were on the subway hooting and hollering. They were acting like banshees. And I was sitting there with my suitcase. I was sitting there. I'm like, what do I do? Am I feeling safe? What's going to happen to me? And now, now not only did I not feel safe, but the power went out. You know? And the power went out on the light rail system. And I was like, okay, this might be my last time taking the light rail system. So I went to downtown Seattle. And sure enough, this was like after the Chaz or whatever the thing is. And I hate to say it, but Seattle is completely trashed. Portland, trashed. And now that I went on the light rail system in Portland, and I walked around Portland, and thank God I walked during the day. I was absolutely sick to my stomach. Portland is all boarded up with wood, spraying paint all over the place, garbage, feces smell. It was disgusting. I didn't think I was in America, actually. And that's where I came up with that reference. Sometimes I have to pinch myself to think if I'm in America or not. Because you look at those, you look at the cities. You look at Chicago. You, look, you, you can look at Milwaukee. Look at Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You look at Milwaukee, Madison. Those are the two closest cities. They're absolutely trashed with homelessness is out going rampant. And now that way we have illegal immigrants crossing the border at a super rampant rate. And we have illegal illegals coming in and the floodgates and this incompetent, grossly incompetent president is doing is not doing a single thing about it. It's all talk but no action. That is what is grotesque and that is is disgusting. It's all it's all talk. For instance, we're gonna to be tough on certain people, but we're not gonna do anything. Or they're like, well, we're gonna to be tough on certain political opponents. Now I do have to admit though, 
they are right about this. We're going to be tough on political opponents. Well, we're going to actually arrest political opponents. And we're going to charge them so that they can't run against any official office. Well, we're going to do that. But when it comes to actual going after illegal, illegal immigrants, when it after goes after children, you know, saving the kids, they turn a blind eye. Like, don't look at us. Don't do any of that. And how can how is anyone still supporting on that side? I mean, let's think about it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, especially with the war breaking out. The grossly incompetent president had the audacity to do a stupid barbecue for the executives and their families during a war. What the hell is his problem? But that's right. We have an administration that won't do a single thing about it. We have an administration that will turn a blind eye and will blame Israel. I want, you know, actually, I want to read you what I actually commented on before this was taken apart. This post was down. You, this was so disgusting what I ran into. And this is your true, this is a true State Department. This is coming out of the State Department in, in uh, Palestine. And personally, I don't think Palestine should be a country. They are a terrorist organization. And I find it to be interesting how we have multiple Democrat representatives saying that we have to save Palestine's sovereignty democracy we have to put up their flag again and it's interesting that we also have them putting up a gay flag right next to it well let's before i continue pulling up which i have the thing right here in the quran okay the muslims condemn gays they're not for women's rights they're not for anybody's rights they go after those people they decapitate them they take apart they take apart body parts they go after the, the lgbtq in horrible horrific ways and this is how uneducated our administration has become that's why this that's why it's we that's why it's an incompetent a grossly incompetent because they don't know what they stand for they don't know what to look for they don't know what to support but at the same time we're going to put a palestine flag in front of congress that's some messed up stuff. And now that, but we're going to blame somebody else? For what? I don't know. So on Saturday, it was interesting because now I want to tell you, doing these episodes, it's been very challenging doing these episodes these past couple of days. The reason why is because I've just been, I've been busy, number one. Number two, it's just really hard to report on to talk about certain subjects, especially the one with the re-education camps. That one, holy, let me tell you about that before I read this thing. When I did that episode, doing that episode, that scared the bejeebers out of me. I never, I was, I got chills to my bones because I would have never imagined talking about that in front of, never thought about thinking about that happening in America. That is how grossly off the track we have become as a nation. Where we are now going to go after and we encourage re-education camps. That's what they are, not deprogramming education. They're not deprogramming. They're straight education camps that they have in China, Russia. So you see the line here. They don't want to protect it. That's their sense of democracy. 
their sense of democracy is putting people in education camps. That's their sense. And so when I did that episode, I was absolutely scared. I was absolutely just, I, I like had to pray afterwards. And I was like, okay, I don't know what happened. And I was moved to tears and I cried and I was like, just mind blown. But at the same time, that particular party that the grossly incompetent president lines with has gone that far off the deep end. He's listened to the squad. He's listened to the extremists of his own party. And he's, well, it's actually not him. It's somebody else that's telling him to support it. I just want to tell you, another thing is, whenever you see the tweets from President Biden, I don't, it's not him. Let's, okay, let's get that out there. He's too incompetent to make those tweets. It's either PJ or whatever her name is, or it's Obama or Jill that are tweeting on his behalf. Because do you really think that Biden knows how to use a phone? Well, I think he does to call Zelensky his boyfriend and maybe to Palestine to give $220 million to. I mean, that I know he knows how to do. And don't forget, he knows how to call somebody the big guy over the phone and over the email. I mean, I just don't understand how we can go this far off the path, beaten path. But either way, going back on track... He's having his own people telling him, you're going to align with this. You look at recordings years before, he would have never agreed with this. And that's where you can see a change. That's where you see the influence of money. That's where you see the depravity of man. And so, and speaking of depravity of man, this adds to a perfect example to what we're going to be talking about. So the State Department stated this. And this was deleted, but this shows you the true colors. Quote, this is the State Department out of U.S. Office of Palestine Affairs. Ah, it makes, it's disgusting. So we equivalently, we unequivocally condemn the attack of Hamas terrorists and the loss of life that has occurred. We urge all sides to refrain from violence and retaliatory attacks. Terror and violence solve nothing. Now, has that got to be the dumbest thing coming out of a State Department or what? So what do you expect? So you're going to tell me that if I was a country and some moron, some thug and terrorist shot 5,000 missiles at my own people, you're telling me that I should be okay with it? But, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can, I'll just, yeah. Oh, 5,000 missiles, that's not, that's fine. They killed thousands of people. Ah, that's okay. I won't retaliate. No, because oh, I don't want to hurt the environmentalists or I don't want to hurt the, the bad people, you know? No, I'm sorry. If I was, I would agree. This is why I've been back in Israel and I will always back Israel. I agree with the 2,000 rockets and I personally think that they should have blown the hell out of them. And I... I applaud Israel and their efforts of obliterating Gaza. And if you're in Ga well, if you're in that area, take shelter. Well, actually, flee the area, because Gaza is full of pa Palestine 
sympathizers and terrorists. And it's interesting that we have people in America sympathizing with Palestine, sympathizing with terrorists. That's what they are. They're no good people. I believe there are some good people, but the people that you're seeing that are kidnapping children, that are going after families, women, elderly people, dragging them out of their houses, raping the kids, raping the anyone. Do you think that's really good people? That's like the bottom of the low of the totem pole. Do you really, how would you feel if your kids were in that predicament? How would you feel if you got, you can do anything about it and you had to watch your kids being raped or your wife potentially? You want to do something about it. The people in the Palestine that are doing the actions, they are bad people. And like I said before, there's good, there's good people and bad people on all sides. But we're seeing the worst of the worst of Palestine. They don't like peace. They don't like Israel. They want to cause havoc. And they want to cause death upon innocent people. They had the audacity to attack, actually Hamas did, a music festival after a major Jewish holiday, Yom Kippur. Now that is some sick and twisted things going on. And that's, and that's why he's a thug. But it doesn't blow my mind that we had such a delayed response. I, th I find it to be ironic. Um, if you look at the timestamps, 6 a.m. Central Time is when Hamas attacked. After 6 a.m. Hamas attacked, you then also had Joe Biden or the grossly incompetent president do a couple, I don't know what it was called. And I, I, every time he opens his mouth, it's like, am I getting dumb or what? Or who's writing his speeches for him? A guy, a college kid that's high on crack cocaine or what? Half of them don't make sense. You know, and it's interesting because now they want to support Israel after they've given $6 billion to Iran and after they've been giving Assyria $2.3 billion and $1.7 billion under the 117th Congress. Are you serious? Now you want to back Israel? Oh, don't worry. According to John Kerry, they're using it for humanitarian purposes. Don't worry, guys. Okay, you're bad. You're a coke addict. Okay, promise me that you're not going to. You're not going to buy drugs from it, okay? I'm going to give you $1.7 billion. Don't get, don't be upset, okay? What, what do you think it's going to do? What do you think a criminal is going to do? A criminal or a dictator of a leader is going to do? Do you think that they're honestly going to give it back to the people? You're stupid for thinking that. Or I shouldn't say stupid. You're naive. I definitely can tell you, you're probably one. This is a heated episode because I'm tired of it. We, we have an incompetent, we have a grossly incompetent president in the White House that doesn't know his ABCs, that doesn't know anything what's going on. And he's being he's being pulled along by the Clintons, being pulled along by the Obamas, being pulled along by the Carries, and they're bullying him around. It's elderly abuse to the highest extent. And you kind of feel bad for the man. When you think about it, you feel really bad for him. It's like, is he okay? Is he being abused? Is he, does he need to get help? Does he need something? 
I mean, because you have Zelensky telling him what to do, number one. You have Iran telling him what to do, number two. You have Syria telling him what to do. Or it could be that they're all blackmailing him. And I think that could be it. That's the second option. That they're blackmailing him because he knows what exactly he's doing. Or either he's playing the, the idiotic card and say, oh, whoopsies, I didn't know. <laughs> Just laughs everything. Or whispers in the mic and says, I don't know everything. Or he could be doing that too. Man, that's creepy. Sorry, I feel bad. I have to do that. I'm trying to, and I got to do a better job of speaking into the mic because I, I think that was a good rendition of him. And like it, there today, he's like, he went in the mic. He's like, we got to close out economy. We got to close out. It's weird. Gosh, that's, I don't know how, I'm glad I did not listen to his whole, whole speech. I want to apologize. Uh, so I listen to my episodes after I record them. And I feel so bad. <laughs> I truly feel bad because you guys have to listen to it. And I need to do a better job at whispering. I need to do a better job at interpretation. But but you get the gist of it. And the question is, I mean, with Robert Kennedy of running as independent, I give him kudos with credit where it's due. And here's where I think that a big shift is going to happen. The moderate Democrats, I don't think, can handle this extreme this backlash. You're seeing the true colors of the Democratic Party. You're seeing them and the media supporting Palestine, supporting terrorists, supporting people that hate women's rights, supporting people that hate the LGBTQ rights. But then they flip the narrative and are flip-flopping and say, oh, no, we love them. We're a party of inclusion. We are a party of – the list can go on. We're But they don't want to do their own research. It's all political ideology. I mean, but that's what our colleges are teaching. That's what our Harvard is teaching, for crying out loud. And Yale, Brown, now this can go on. Oh, Berkeley is a horrible school. So when you have all that intention, what do you think is going to happen with the young kids? What do you think is going to happen when they graduate? Are they going to have the proper education? No. They've been brainwashed and they've been manipulated into hating this country and in voting an gross incompetent president to think on their behalf. And then they and then they can bitch and complain about how they want they can't pay off their college loan because they want to get a stupid humanities equalities bill or something like that or degree or a woman's psychology studies. I don't know what the hell that is. So they got that. And it's like, what do you, what are you going to do with that, honestly? So then they go and protest and say, well, I don't know what to do with it. Uh, I don't want to work at McDonald's. Well, maybe it's called going for a better degree. It's called going for business administration, technical school, vocational school, something that actually can be productive in society and not sitting on your ass and collecting unemployment. Enough of Enough of doing that. We become a horrible, we become in, enabling that horrific action. That's why we need a Republican president, or who knows, a Robert Kennedy would be great too, where he can cut the supply and get people back to work. And we need to start supporting Israel. And we need to stop funding our terrorist organizations. Because we are. This gross incompetent president wants to fund a terrorist organization, but then he wants to say, oh, well, we support Israel. You either don't or you don't. Well, clearly he doesn't support Israel. His administration doesn't support Israel. 
But he wants the perception to say, well, we support you guys. I don't know. So maybe it's good that I'm taking a week off. Maybe it's good that I'm taking a time off. Not this week, but next week. Maybe it's good. Maybe I'll decompress or who knows. But I hope you guys have an awesome day. And I would like to apologize. I was fired. I'm not going to apologize, actually. I was very fired up. It felt good to release some frustrations out. We need some of that time. Well, remember, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And don't forget to check out the my Facebook uh, page, Sansom Timonson. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Sansman1776, or not Instagram, TikTok. I'm on Instagram, Real Sansom Timonson. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this channel, the Quick Sans Report, and stay tuned for any press releases that happens on the Sans Report podcast. And you guys have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy. Bye. You just heard an episode of the Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Thank you.